so we're currently um, in the section on Lama Tsongkhapa's text, the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, on the um, stage of the path that are shared in common with beings of medium capacity. Uh, so we're currently on page 207 in the Tibetan, so I'm just going to find exactly where that is uh, with the English. Um, the this one. The the Okay, so uh, we'll begin on page 267 uh, in the English, and this is the real or actual stages of the path shared in common with beings of medium capacity. Uh, uh, so uh, we find here uh, the, there are four, um, it says three parts here, um, but there's actually a fourth uh, section uh, that we have. So uh, there are four categories when we look at Lama Tsongkhapa's outline uh, on this section. So we first have the category of the mental training, uh, and then the second category, which is the measure of the determination to be free. Third category, dispelling misconceptions. Uh, and then uh, the fourth category is ascertaining the path uh, leading to liberation. Uh, so these are the four categories uh, in the outline uh, um, that Lama Tsongkhapa puts forth himself. So in looking at the four parts of the outline, uh, the first category, the mental training, is specifically referring to the mental training of renunciation or the mind that aspires to be free. Uh, so uh, that is the first category. Um, and the second category is the measure of the determination to be free or the measure of the renunciation. Um, so how does, one, uh, how does one know that there is renunciation there? Uh, what, what qualifies that? And we find in Lama Tsongkhapa's other text, the short poem called uh, The Three Principal Paths or Three Principal Aspects of the Path, where it says, by constant meditation, your mind will not entertain a moment's wish even for the successes of this life, and you will aim for freedom all day and night, then you experience transcendent renunciation. So this is the measure. Uh, if someone were to say, uh, posit 
um, uh, um, uh, um, the uh, the fully uh, uh, um, a fully realized um, determination to be free. So, if someone were to say, "Posit that," you um, you would then say, uh, "Someone who aims for freedom all day and night." Uh, so uh, this is how you uh, would know that there is a transcendent renunciation or there is renunciation present. Um, so this is the measure. Uh, and then the next category is dispelling misconceptions. Uh, and here this is related to the misconceptions that arise that uh, some uh, um, posit that uh, the renunciation or the practice of the renunciation or the determination to uh, be free is um, only for uh, uh, those hearer practitioners. Uh, and, and that is not actually a practice of the bodhisattva. Uh, so Lama Tsongkhapa uh, negates this misconception uh, related to renunciation uh, and, and the practice of it. Um, and then the fourth category, which is ascertaining the path leading uh, to liberation, uh, we find the two categories of the uh, uh, um, last two noble truths, the truth of cessation uh, and the truth of path. Uh, so the presentation on the truth of cessation and the truth of path. Dixon. <laughs> Tabatunjulungozuma so then when we look at the um, uh, category of the first category of Lama Tsongkhapa's outline, mental training, uh, there are two categories uh, underneath that, identifying the mind intent on liberation, uh, and, then, or, um, and then the second category, uh, the method for developing the mind intent on liberation, uh, so, or the mind of renunciation, uh, so identifying the mind of renunciation, and, and the method for developing the mind of renunciation uh, um, uh, is another way to translate it, um, but it would be looser than intent on liberation. Uh, so then, this first category, identifying the mind intent on liberation, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa only presents one uh, category. When we look at Jayan Sheva's outline, there are three categories. First, uh, actual liberation. Uh, second category, the mind seeking it. Uh, and then the third category of what is abandoned. Uh, so um, uh, this is, uh, um, again, from uh, Jayan Sheva's commentary. Uh, on the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Well, 
We've gone through that section uh, um, already with those three categories and so forth. Uh, so then we move on to the method for developing the mind intent on liberation. Uh, in, the, in that category, the method uh, um, for the developing the mind intent on liberation, we find uh, two categories presented by Lama Tsongkhapa, reflecting on suffering uh, and its origin, uh, and then reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 uh, um, link dependent arisings, or the 12 links of dependent origination. Uh, so in English, then, that goes, uh, the method uh, um, is on page 268. This one. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Donnez-les-y, que so then the first category, reflection on suffering and its origin, uh, it says this is explained uh, in two parts. Reflection on the truth of suffering, the faults of cyclic existence, and reflection on the process of cyclic existence in terms of its origin. Um, so... Uh, why is it necessary uh, to do this or reflect on the true sufferings uh, and true origins? Uh, and um, we find the reason for uh, this in Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, um, smaller Lam Rim called the abbreviated stages of the path or the Lam Rim Dudan, where it says, if you do not make an effort to think about true sufferings and their drawbacks, you will not properly develop a keen interest to work for liberation. If you do not consider the stages whereby true origins of all suffering place and keep you in cyclic existence, you will not know the means for cutting the root of this vicious cycle, uh, circle. Uh, therefore, you should cherish exuding total disgust and renunciation of such existence while knowing which factors bind you to its wheel. I, the yogi, have practiced just that. If you would also seek liberation, please cultivate yourself in the same way. Um, so why is it necessary to reflect on the truth of suffering? Uh, it's necessary to ref uh, reflect on the truth of suffering um, because if you don't consider 
um, if, it says if you do not make think about true sufferings and their drawbacks, you won't uh, properly develop a keen interest to work for liberation. So that's why you would reflect on the truth of suffering. And then why would you reflect on the process of cyclic existence in terms of its origin? Uh, if you do not consider the stages whereby true origins of all suffering place and keep you in cyclic existence, you will not know the means for cutting the root of this vicious circle. Uh, so we find uh, in Lama Tsongkhapa's poem uh, the <coughs> reasons for these re uh, uh, points in the outline of reflection. Um, so, uh, uh, okay, uh, so then reflection on the uh, truth of suffering, uh, so reading forward in the Lamrim Chemo, uh, reflection on the truth of suffering, the faults of cyclic existence. Reflection on the truth of suffering is explained in terms of uh, and then we find two categories. First, showing the significance of the Buddha's asserting the truth of suffering as the first of the Four Noble Truths, of the Four Truths. And then second, the actual meditation uh, on suffering. So when we look at the Four su Superior Truths, uh, we find that there are uh, two truths uh, that show how uh, one is bound to cyclic existence, uh, and then two truths that show how one is freed from cyclic existence. Uh, and we find a cause and effect relationship with, with, that those truths have with one another. So when we look at how one is bound to cyclic existence, we find that uh, the first superior truth, the truth of suffering, uh, and then the second superior truth, the truth of origin. The truth of origin being the cause of the truth of suffering. So here we see that cause and effect relationship, the suffering being the result or effect, uh, and then the origin being the cause. And then looking at the, other, the um, third and fourth uh, noble truth, uh, the truth of cessation uh, and the truth of path, we again find that relationship there where the pathway is what causes the truth of cessation. So uh, we would see that relationship there. And that, sh that relationship is how one would be freed from cyclic existence or unbound, literally, from cyclic existence. <laughs> Ne Papi <laughs> 
Um, so uh, this is what differentiates uh, um, uh, superiors uh, from ordinary beings. And we find in a Sangha's text uh, uh, in the Guntu, uh, I think it's the compendium of, I'll look it up, the compendium of trainings, I believe. I'll look it up, though. And in a Sangha's text, it states that um, ordinary beings, uh, the Guntu, the So what is, in, uh, in Asanga's text it says, uh, what is an ordinary being? Uh, an ordinary being is one uh, who has uh, not a superior, uh, has not realized an Arya path, uh, a superior path. Um, so um, an ordinary being has not realized a superior path. And this is what differentiates one from the other. Um, so in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, uh, there is a, a mantra, Teyata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangati Bodhisoha. And this implicitly uh, is referring to uh, those five paths uh, um, that we're speaking of. Um, so the first uh, um, uh, um, Gate, uh, is referring to the path of accumulation. Uh, says Tiata Om Gate, and then it says Tiata Om Gate Gate. The second uh, Gate is referring to the path of preparation. Um, so these two paths are paths of ordinary beings, uh, um, beings uh, who have uh, um, uh, who uh, whose continuums are not continuums of a superior. Um, so these are the um, the first two Gates path of accumulation and path of preparation. Uh, then paragate uh, is referring to the path of seeing. Uh, this is the first superior um, path, and this is where uh, when one becomes an aria, one becomes a superior, when he or she achieves this path of seeing, uh, paragate. Uh, parasamgate is referring to the path of meditation, which is also a superior path, an aria path. And bodhisoha uh, is the, referring to uh, um, uh, the path of no more learning. Uh, and this is a superior uh, or aria path. Um, so this, uh, this is how we differentiate uh, um, superior beings from uh, um, ordinary beings. Uh, and we find uh, um, those five paths implicitly in this, the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. And, and then also that explanation uh, presented um, uh, um, in Asanga's uh, text uh, in the Gundu. Uh, oh, the Abhidharma Samukhaya. Compendium of knowledge. In the compendium of knowledge. And in Basubandhu's uh, Abhidharma Kosha, we find uh, a, state, a quote that says, um, the ordinary beings are those beings who have not uh, achieved the superior paths. Um, so we find that also in the um, Abhidharma Kosha, the uh, uh, um, treasury of knowledge by Basu Bandhu. Um, and then the text by Asanga is the compendium of knowledge, the Abhidharma Samuchaya. 
Oggi vado a fare la domanda, quando si fa la domanda, 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 si fa la e l'andiamo Debbie, ね、もうどうじゅうらちいでんばです。にゃれんてね、ちゃぶよ、ね、めとじるむち。にゃれんてね、ら、にゃそんなべ、にゃれんてちゃね、でんじくりんば、でんばてわて、どげんたもそんな
Um, so this is that first relationship, the truth of origin, uh, bringing about suffering, causing suffering. Now, the truth of cessation and path, we, we can say uh, it's, there's a cause and effect relationship, but it isn't really uh, an effect. Um, it's similar to uh, an effect. Um, it is a dependently origination, um, but we cannot say uh, that um, it is a, a real cause and effect relationship because cessation is permanent. Uh, liberation is permanent. Uh, therefore, it can't be a, a result because it's not, uh, uh, it is static. Uh, it's not something uh, that uh, can be uh, um, caused. Um, so we, can, we say that uh, there's a facsimile of uh, a cause and effect relationship there uh, and, and an interdependence uh, uh, that brings about uh, this state of cessation, uh, this state of liberation. Um, but it's not a, um, an actual cause and effect relationship uh, um, like the first two noble truths are, the truth of origin and truth of suffering. And again, that's because uh, cessation is permanent. Um, and that's why we can't say it's actually caused um, a, a state of negation, of not, of uh, a state of uh, um, absence um, uh, as a note. Um, uh, so therefore it's static. Um, so uh, um, this is how we would look at them in terms of cause and effect, look at these Four Noble Truths. Uh, so in uh, the Abhisama Alamkara, um, Maitreya's ornament for clear realization in the first chapter, uh, we find uh, it says, Jutdemba, uh, it says established uh, um, and, and then comma, truths, and then says three jewels. Um, but first, uh, the word established um, is referring to the two truths uh, implicitly. Um, uh, and then the next uh, um, word, truths, is referring to the four noble truths uh, and the presentation there. And in that section, we find uh, the order of the four noble truths uh, um, uh, the way uh, they are for practicing. Um, so uh, um, here in the text, going back to the Lama Ramchamo, showing the significance of the Buddha's asserting the truth of suffering as the first of the four uh, truths. Um, so uh, the presentation in the first chapter of the Abhisama Alamkara of Maitreya's text is how one would uh, actually practice it. It's the Four Noble Truths according to the stages of practice, uh, how they would be uh, realized. Um, so uh, that is first the truth of suffering, uh, and then the truth of origin. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, and then the truth of origin, then the truth of uh, um, cessation, and then the truth of path. Um, so uh, this is how one would come up, realize these things, realize there is suffering and then look for its cause and then realize that there is cessation and then find its pathway. pathway. Um, so these are the stages of, of how one would practice. But then when we go to the fourth chapter of the Abhisama Alamkara, uh, the Maitreya's ornament for clear realization, we find uh, a different way of putting it, and that would be in, in way uh, according to those cause and effect relationships and putting uh, in, in those types of categories. And that it says the cause, the path, uh, suffering uh, and the absence or cessation. Um, so here, uh, this would be putting the Four uh, Noble Truths uh, in a different order 
by putting the two causes and the two results together. So the cause is referring to the truth of origin, path referring to the truth of path, um, suffering referring to the truth of suffering, and cessation referring to the truth of cessation. Um, so that would be putting, the um, again, the uh, truth of origin, uh, which is a cause causing suffering, um, and then the truth of path, uh, causing the uh, that uh, or, or a facsimile of causing uh, that truth of, of suffering. Um, so this would be according to the stages of, of cause and of, uh, looking at them in, in in terms of cause and effect. So this is two ways that we can look at them, uh, and this is uh, um, the uh, first. From the first chapter is the presentation that is going to be given here. I need somebody to Sumbe, ตาตอมบอดเตอมบอดซาจีนีติจูชานะอือฮึตอมบอดเนจีโดเดเนจีโทมัสซอมบีซอมบีกูบาเตมบาตานซ์เนจีโทมัสซอมบีกูบาอัน
so then reflection on suffering and its origin uh, we find it, this is explained in two parts reflection on the truth of suffering the faults of cyclic existence and then reflection on the process of cyclic existence in, t- in terms of its origin uh, so reflection on the truth of suffering, the faults of cyclic existence, uh, reflection on the truth of suffering is explained in terms of uh, the showing the significance of the Buddha's asserting the truth of suffering as the first of the four truths, and then the actual meditation on suffering. Uh, so the first category, showing the significance of the Buddha's asserting the truth of suffering as the first of the four noble truths, of four truths um, uh, begins here with a debate uh, that takes place. um, And this order that's being presented here is the order that we find uh, in the Abhisama Alamkara, the ornament for clear realization by Maitreya, where it states the established truths. Uh, In that section, the order is the superior truth of suffering, superior truth of origin, superior truth of cessation, and superior truth of path as it is presented here. Um, so uh, um, then we read the qualm that's presented. Uh, so this is where the debate starts. Uh, we're on, again, uh, if anyone is following in English, page 269. The qualm. The true origins are the causes, and true sufferings are their effects. Why did the Bhagavan reverse that order? If the origins precede sufferings and say, monks, this is the noble truth of suffering. This is the noble truth of origin. Um, So why would the Buddha um, put the superior truth of suffering uh, and then the superior truth of origin uh, um, instead of... Why 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 did the Buddha present it uh, in that order? Uh, instead of uh, showing it in terms of the cause and effect, the truth of origin and, and then the truth of uh, suffering. Um, so this is the question that's presented, and then Lama Tsongkhapa uh, will respond uh, to this. Um, so uh, again, this is, uh, Rinpoche said, like a debate that's taking place of, of why uh, they're put in this order. Then ตานิบอเตตองบนตองบนเนสกุนุกุนุกุนุกุนุจุตาตุเตนติเรบิเอเมกุนุงาลาตุเตนเชวะยินาจิเชตุเตนติเจจุนติจุนติเจเนบะต
So, in the reply section, the the Ewa Ni, the Jayan Sheba? Jayan Sheba did the Lari Kurun Rota, the Jayan Sheba attended. Ni? Dodden Jishinis, Jayan Sheba was the second door. Lando Temba the Jeba Sheba Nije, Lando Temba the Water Reserta. Then Tela Tumbe, then my Lando Duba Tremore. Okay. Tela Tumbe. Okay. Okay, so then this, where this debate starts, um, uh, uh, we will present the qualm again. Uh, the true origins are the causes and true sufferings are their effects. Why then did the Bhagavan reverse that order if the origins precede sufferings and say, monks, uh, this is the noble truth of suffering, this is the noble truth of origin. Um, so why was the order presented in this way? So. Uh, there are uh, two parts uh, to this re reply. Uh, first, there is a summarized response or a summary, of, uh, um, um, abbreviated response or a summary response. Uh, and then uh, there is an expanded response or an expanded explanation of a response. Uh, and we find very similar um, uh, categories in Jayan Sheba's uh, commentary, and uh, that uh, commentary is called the Interlineal Notes of uh, Jayan Sheba and then the other authors that are uh, involved uh, uh, in the text. Um, uh, so in the Interlineal Notes of Jayan Sheba, we find these very similar categories of the condensed or abbreviated point uh, and then expanded. So the abbreviated point is here. In this case, the teacher reversed the sequence of cause and effect, not out of error, but because the, this reversal is vital for practice. Um, so here it's uh, of great importance uh, um, if one is practicing um, to have them in this order. So uh, one, one is actually realizing them or practicing these pathways, they would be in this order. Um, so it's saying it's of great importance, it's vital for practice. Um, so this is the abbreviated point. Rimchi, chutsu jipa Oh, Okay. Okay, we'll take a short break. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tadu 
Dieu dans l'âme, dans le rien, dans quand ça doute dans un bas dans un dans un dans un chevet courir de dans son bas là de rien tomber son cour danger son Shinji Dungan Cardinals, Okay, so we have again uh, this debate that takes place um, in this section of the text under the heading showing the significance of the Buddha's asserting the truth of suffering as the first uh, of the four uh, truths. Um, so the qualm that's presented is the true or the true or origins are the causes and true sufferings are their effects. Why then did the Bhagavan reverse that order if the origins precede sufferings and say, monks, this is the noble truth of suffering, this is the noble truth of origin. So again, this is the uh, presentation that we find. Uh, in the Abhisama Alamkara, the order, um, and this is an order of, that one would actually practice it. So we find Abhisama Alamkara where it says establish truths. Uh, in that section, this is the order uh, that Maitreya um, presents uh, for practice. 
Um, so then in the response section to this qualm, uh, there are two parts. Uh, the first is the abbreviated uh, response, uh, and then the next is the um, expanded response. Um, so the abbreviated response is, in this case, the teacher reversed the sequence of cause and effect, not out of error, but because the, this reversal is vital for practice. Um, so this is of the utmost importance uh, for um, actually practicing uh, um, these uh, um, uh, um, truths. Um, so this word vital, um, the, the Rinpoche used also uh, of the highest importance uh, for practice. Uh, having them in this order of suffering and then origin is the high, highly important uh, for practicing it. Um, so then this is the abbreviated, and then it says uh, why. So then the expanded response, why, if his disciples failed to develop a proper determination to liberate themselves, uh, from, from cyclic existence first, uh, they would sever the very root of liberation. How then could he lead them to liberation? Thus in the beginning the darkness of ignorance enshrouded his students. They mistook the wonders of cyclic existence which are in fact suffering for happiness. Um, so uh, here it's stating that uh, um, those non-superior beings, uh, those um, um, those uh, um, um, I'm sorry, those beings who uh, are, um, it says, enshrouded uh, in this darkness of ignorance, enshrouded his students. So here, this is speaking of uh, two different types of ignorance. There are ignorance of cause and effect, or ignorance of karma and its results, uh, and then the ignorance of the nature of reality. Um, so... Um, there are these two types of ignorance that one could possess. Um, and here, the type of ignorance that um, is being uh, shown is the ignorance that uh, thinks that the wonders within cyclic existence or the excellent things that one has within cyclic existence are actually happiness. The correct view is to recognize that they are true sufferings. They are, um, uh, um, uh, yeah, that they are true sufferings. Um, but that we mistake them uh, for happiness. Uh, so it says they mistook the wonders of cyclic existence, uh, which are in fact suffering for happiness. So uh, this is an ignorance that grasps, so it's an ignorance that grasps at um, the excellent things within cyclic existence as being <coughs> forms of happiness uh, when they really are not. Um, so uh, this is the ignorance, is grasping at, at um, things because you think that they are happiness. Um, so then we find a quote from Arya Deva's 400 verses, uh, 400 stanzas. It says, Fool, if there is no end whatsoever to this ocean of suffering, why are you who are caught up in it not afraid? Um, so here Arya Deva is saying that if you have not realized emptiness, uh, yet, if you have not directly realized, if you have not directly realized emptiness yet, um, then you are sure um, to uh, um, be reborn. You are, uh, so it says, if there is no end whatsoever to this ocean of suffering, why are you who are caught up in it not afraid? So if you haven't realized emptiness, uh, you will have to be born into cyclic existence. Um, so uh, if that is the case. Um, 
then why aren't you afraid? Um, so if you haven't seen emptiness, why aren't you afraid? Because you are going to have to experience more of cyclic existence. Um, uh, this is a fact, uh, um, um, uh, a, f a fact that if there is that ignorance uh, related to the nature of reality, um, the, the ignorance of emptiness, uh, then there will be cyclic existence, um, the, su the suffering of cyclic existence. Um, so why aren't you afraid if you haven't realized emptiness yet? Uh, and then it says, by saying, in fact, the cyclic existence is not happiness but suffering, the Buddha explained many forms of suffering and led his disciples to become disenchanted with cyclic existence uh, and recognize it as suffering. As this is a necessary uh, precondition, the Buddha spoke first about the truth of suffering. Uh, Tea okay Okay. By saying, in fact, the cyclic existence is not happiness but suffering, the Buddha explained many forms of suffering 
and led his disciples to become disenchanted with cyclic existence and recognize it as suffering. As this is a necessary precondition, the Buddha spoke first about the truth uh, of suffering. Uh, then, once you recognize suffering, you see yourself as submerged in an ocean of suffering and realize that if you want to be liberated from suffering, you must counteract it. Moreover, you recognize that you cannot stop suffering unless you counteract uh, its cause. By investigating the cause of suffering, you come to understand its true origin. Consequently, the Buddha spoke about next about the truth uh, of next about the truth of the origin about the truth of the origin. Um, so uh, this is um, the reason for the order. It's how one would practice. One would first uh, uh, become disenchanted with cyclic existence and realizing that one doesn't like suffering. One doesn't want to have suffering. So then uh, you begin to look for uh, an antidote for the suffering that you don't like. Um, so that's the reason for putting the suffering first. Uh, it's because uh, it, it's what motivates you to then look for a way to abandon it. Because uh, if you don't like it, uh, then you'll want to get rid of it. You want to eradicate it. Um, so if you had, for instance, uh, cancer t or tuberculosis, uh, you wouldn't like to have that because it's a type of suffering. So you would want to get rid of it. Um, so then you would take the necessary steps such as going uh, um, to a doctor uh, and then taking the medicine and so forth. forth. Um, but you first have to recognize what it, uh, that uh, you have this illness and figure out um, what's, what's causing what's causing your condition in order to be able to, to treat it. Um, so, uh, and likewise, you first recognize that you have this suffering, uh, and then you look for uh, what the cause of it is, because in order to get rid of uh, the suffering itself, the ca what causes it has to be eradicated. Um, so if what causes it is eradicated, then it can't be produced. Um, so that's the reason for uh, then this truth of origin being presented. Um, um, so uh, let me just make sure. Uh, so you uh, develop um, this desire um, um, to emerge from cyclic existence because of uh, realizing uh, um, what suffering means as presented in many ways by the Buddha. Um, so the Buddha has presented many um, um, ways that we suffer. Um, so uh, after we um, understand this, we become disenchanted with cyclic existence because we understand that it is all suffering. Uh, um, that um, that the um, excellent things that we find to be happiness and grasp at as being happy are our truth of suffering. Sajig <laughs> 
Jejin Danzian Dunebatuana Dungen Gabin Gubamoto Shawayedan Chayu Tiwoto Guden Tuana, Then next you develop an understanding of the truth of the origin, an understanding that contaminated karma produces the suffering of cyclic existence, that afflictions produce karma, and that the conception of self is the root of the afflictions. Uh, when you see that you can eliminate the conception of self, you will vow to realize its cessation, which is also the cessation of suffering. Thus, the Buddha spoke next about the truth of cessation. So, uh, if you begin uh, to think about um, how uh, the suffering that you do not want to have uh, is produced, uh, um, you'll want to um, figure out a way uh, to uh, get rid of it um, and, and then have an, uh, an, uh, get rid of it or end it. Um, so uh, this is the reason for then having cessation as this next step. Um, so you're uh, recognizing the origin of suffering uh, and then uh, seeing that uh, um, it is caused by something specific so uh, therefore, um, uh, you um, um, are able to and will want to um, make it end.
Um, so then that's the next kind of step in the process of thinking that you would have. So then that's why uh, cessation comes there. So um, karma is produced by the afflictions. And then the afflictions are, are produced by uh, grasping at phenomena as being truly established. Um, so it's necessary to apply the specific non-mistaken view to the mistaken view uh, in order to harm or negate a mistaken view. Um, so when we look at the example of a rope and a snake, uh, if we believe or grasp at a rope as being a snake, uh, the only thing that will harm the mistaken view that grasp at it as being is a snake is the non-mistaken view that realizes that it's a rope. Um, so this is the only thing that can uh, harm uh, and ne completely negate that particular mistaken view. Um, so um, in the, the uh, case of the mistaken view that grasps that phenomena as being truly established, the only thing that can get rid of or negate that mistaken view is the non-mistaken view that recognizes that phenomena are not truly established, that phenomena are all empty. Um, so it's that grasping at a, a, a true self. Um, uh, uh, here it says the, this conception of self. That also could be translated as grasping at self. Um, so the, the grasping at this self grasping at true self or believing that there is some true establishment is the root of cyclic existence because it causes the afflictions that cause then the contaminated karma the sullied karma um, so um, in the uh, sutra of the heart of transcendent knowledge we find the presentation uh, of the non-mistaken view that then can be applied to the mistaken view uh, um, uh, in, uh, in, in terms of the nature of reality. Um, so, in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, it states that there is no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, uh, etc. Um, so, uh, and it says all, uh, uh, all phenomena are empty of nature. Um, uh, so, what this means is that there is no truly established eye. There is no truly established ear. There is no truly established no, uh, nose. There is no truly established phenomena. Um, so in realizing there is no truly established phenomenon, one is able to get rid of the idea that there is a truly established phenomenon. So this serves to harm or negate the wrong view that, uh, that we hold. Um, so this is how um, applying a direct... Um, 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 truth allows one to convert a mistaken view uh, to a non-mistaken view. Um, and in the, um, we find in the text where it states that um, meditation upon love and compassion, although uh, um, great merit, uh, does not strike at the core and can't get rid of the grasping at true establishment. Um, the only thing that can get rid of the grasping at true establishment, the only real antidote for that, uh, is the correct view that realizes things are not truly established and that reverses that um, mistaken process. Uh, Okay, Dixon. 
Then Dunga Babit Nebo, she Dunga, the Matemba Na Tabala Dubaji, Tabatua, Duba Ungres, Dubaji, Dunga Jewuto, Gooden resource, and Dunga Tonanyabe Dunga so then we've arrived at the, um, it says Buddha next spoke about the truth of cessation. Uh, and now another debate starts. Um, a, 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 a mistaken um, view within a question uh, and then a response to negate uh, that mistake. Um, so the qualm, if teaching the truth of suffering promotes, promotes the desire for liberation, uh, should not the Buddha have taught the truth of cessation immediately after teaching uh, the truth of suffering? And then the response is, uh, there is no mistake. Why, at this point, after you recognize the truth of suffering, you have a desire for liberation and think, if only I could attain a cessation that relieves this suffering. But if you have not identified the cause of suffering and have not seen that you can eliminate that cause, you do not yet regard liberation as something attainable, and thus do not think, I will realize a cessation. Um, so, um, you, one would not be able to go from understanding suffering directly to, from a practice point of view, directly to the cessation of it uh, without understanding how it comes about and how that process that brings it about can be um, unraveled or t taken apart. Um, so without understanding those points, then one wouldn't believe that there would be a way to achieve this, this cessation. Um, so uh, that's the, the reason um, that is uh, presented um, uh, here. Um, uh, uh, so Lama Tsongkhapa um, shows uh, that the the actual elimin the actual suffering itself um, cannot be 
eradicated unless the cause of the suffering is eradicated. Uh, and, and, nor, and one would understand that in understanding cause and effect uh, and not be able to get to a, a place that uh, believes in cessation uh, without understanding uh, how the process of cause and effect works in terms of um, uh, the truth of uh, um, suffering and, the, and then the truth of origin and how that origin can be abandoned by abandoning that grasping at true establishment and so forth. Yes, Tabangoba so then uh, just reading forward, just to go backing up a little bit uh, for content, if only I could attain a cessation that relieves the suffering, but if you have not identified the cause of suffering and have not seen that you can eliminate that cause, you do not yet regard liberation as something attainable and thus do not think I will realize a cessation. In this way, when you think, uh, in this way, when you do think, I shall realize this, a cessation that is liberation, you become interested in the truth of the path, wondering about the path that leads to this cessation. For this reason, the Buddha spoke about the truth of path last. Um, so one uh, then begins to, uh, once one uh, realizes that a cessation is possible, then uh, one begins to want to uh, bring that about somehow and figure out what the steps are in order to um, achieve a state of cessation, achieve the state free of suffering of cyclic existence. Uh, so then it's for that reason that the Buddha put the truth of path last uh, in, the, uh, in the Four Noble Truths presentation according to practice. Sumba 
ಮಾತ್ರೇಯ Uh, that is a proof um, or um, uh, when we look at uh, categories of proof uh, there are scriptural uh, proofs or uh, scriptural proofs uh, and then there are correct signs which are proofs um, or, um, that prove something if one is to prove something prove it by way of a correct sign or proof of by way of that uh, it's um, the Buddha stated this or Maitreya stated that um, uh, so Uh, here, this is a uh, scriptural sign, uh, or um, um, scriptural uh, proof, um, sometimes maybe even re- translated as reason, scriptural uh, reason and uh, correct sign, reason that is a correct sign. Uh, so in the sublime continuum, it says, recognize that you are ill, eliminate the cause of the illness, attain health, rely on a remedy. Uh, likewise, you should recognize, eliminate, attain, and rely upon suffering, its cause, its cessation, uh, and the path, uh, respectively. Um, so here is the kind of uh, scriptural um, uh, proof. Uh, and then after that, we'll then find the presentation of uh, proof by way of correct sign. Dixon. ಸೈನ್ uh proof and in, in the it actually is uh um, in the uh, commentary the scriptural uh and then the analysis of um and then in the analysis of uh, it means correct sign um so uh so it's the these two ways of proof uh, scriptural and then uh the correct sign proof but again in the commentary it says the uh scriptural proof um uh and, and then um ಅನಾಲಿಸ ಕೋಲ್ ಜುಬಿ ಜುಡೆ ನೀ ತೆಲೆ ದೂಬಿ ಜುಡೆ ನೀ ನೇ ನಾ 
Um, so, first again, we have from the sublime continuum of Maitreya's uh, points that show the stages of uh, um, the way one practices. I'm sorry, the Four Noble Truths presentation according to how one practices it. So we find it, Lama Tsongkhapa showing that that order is presented by Lord Maitreya uh, in the Sublime Continuum. And then we find the analysis, the correct signs uh, and reasons for it. Uh, it says, this being the case, the four truths are taught repeatedly throughout the Mahayana uh, and the Hinayana. So bo both the vehicles, uh, the great vehicle and the lesser vehicle. Uh, since the Sugata has included in the Four Truths the vital points concerning the process of cyclic existence and its cessation, this teaching is crucial for achieving freedom. So all the, um, uh, all, um, of the Buddhists practice this, the Mahayanas, Tinayanas, uh, the beings of small, uh, medium, a great capacity. Uh, we find uh, these points, uh, the points that are presented uh, important to all of uh, these uh, capacities of practitioners. Um, uh, since this uh, syn synoptic outline of practice is important, uh, it must be taught to students in just this order. Why? 
unless you reflect on uh, the truth of suffering to the point of actually becoming revolted by cyclic existence, your desire to attain liberation will be mere words. And whatever you do will lead to the origins of suffering, uh, further suffering. Unless you reflect on the origin of suffering until you have a good understanding of the root of cyclic existence, which is karma and the afflictions, you will be like an anchor who does not see the target. You will miss the essential points of the path. You will mistake what is not a path to freedom from cyclic existence for the path and exhaust yourself without result. The Rimache Chukabaka, the Puke. the Kabaka. ตลอดเวลาที่ไปดูสัตว์ที่มันมาเบื่อแต่ถ้าเราเดินจริงเนี่ยที่ว่าจู่ๆคนตัวทอมัสมองสิเขาว่าจู่ๆตามดูบินเ
uh, liberation, one has to um, reflect on the process of cyclic existence in terms of suffering and its origin. This teaching is crucial for achieving freedom. Since the synoptic outline of practice is important, it must be taught to students in just, in just this order. Why? Unless you reflect on the suffering to the point of actually becoming revolted by cyclic existence, your desire to attain liberation will be mere words. So unless you reflect it uh, over and over um, on the downfalls of, of cyclic existence, then you won't uh, um, actually be revolted by it. Uh, you have to th think of what uh, it actually is, what the truth is about it, um, and, and the truth about what what is true about it is that it is necessarily suffering. Uh, so um, once you begin to really think about these drawbacks and, and begin to understand this, uh, then uh, um, you would be re will be revolted um, uh, by cyclic existence. Um, so um, until then, it says your desire to attain liberation will be mere words. So there's not an actual desire to emerge. There isn't a real renunciation there um, because uh, renunciation is brought about by looking at the drawbacks of cyclic existence. Um, and if you haven't looked at those drawbacks, then uh, um, you will not be able to be uh, liberated from it um, because you won't then do the things, won't be motivated to do the things necessary to end it. Um, uh, and then, uh, unless... Uh, uh, and so unless you reflect on the truth of suffering to the point of actually becoming revolted by cyclic existence, your desire to attain liberation will be mere words. And whatever you uh, do will lead to origins of further suffering. Unless you reflect on the origin of suffering until you have a good understanding of the root of cyclic existence, which is karma and the afflictions, you will be like an anchor who does not see the target. You will miss the essential points of the path. So if you don't understand that what is the root of cyclic existence? The root of cyclic existence is the karma and the afflictions. Then if you don't recognize that, then you won't recognize that those are what have to be gotten rid of. So then when we find what the real root is, it's that grasping at a true establishment. But if one isn't able to see what causes uh, the karma, what causes the afflictions, uh, then one will, will miss uh, the point. It says... Uh, have a good, um, until, unless you reflect on the origin of suffering until you have a good understanding of the root of cyclic existence, which is karma and the afflictions, you will be like an anchor to, to who does not see the target. Archer, not an anchor. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Like an archer who does not see uh, the target, you will miss the essential uh, points of the path. You will mistake what is a path, uh, uh, not a path to freedom from cyclic existence for the path and exhaust yourself uh, without a result. So you won't be able to have the, the result you want, which is liberation. Um, you will uh, exhaust yourself doing many things because of missing the point, because of not understanding that it is this that's causing that. Um, that this suffering of cyclic existence is caused by something very specific and is gotten rid of in a very specific way. Um, so you uh, waste your time um, uh, um, by misunderstanding this. By, um, it is those afflictions that drive our actions of our body, speech, and mind uh, that bring about this uh, negativity. And we find the same point again in the abbreviated stages of the path. It says, if you do not make an effort to think about true sufferings and their drawbacks, you will not properly develop a keen interest to work uh, 
to work for liberation. Um, so, and then here we find in this expanded explanation the same exact thing uh, stated. Uh, um, unless you reflect on the true uh, truth of suffering, uh, then your desire to attain liberation will be mere words. If you uh, um, you do not think about true sufferings and their drawbacks, you, you will not properly develop a keen interest to work for liberation. Uh, it will be just mere words. So we would, if we're combining the text, uh, and then it says, um, if you do not consider the stages whereby true sufferings of all suffering place and keep you in cyclic existence, you will not know the means for cutting the root of this uh, vicious cycle. Uh, and then unless you reflect on the origin of suffering until you have a good understanding of the root of cyclic existence, which is karma and afflictions, you will be like an archer who does not see the target. Uh, um, you will, uh, here, you won't, you won't know the means for cutting the root of cyclic existence, an archer that's missing uh, his or her target. Um, uh, so uh, that's how you, could, you would look at these uh, two um, texts together and see the same point uh, being made. Uh, therefore, you should uh, cher um, therefore you should cherish exuding total disgust and renunciation of such existence, while knowing which factors bind you to its wheel. Uh, so, knowing what the origins of suffering are, knowing what the root of cyclic existence is, um, uh, um, and then developing a desire to definitely emerge from it. Um, so, these are the points that are made here. In, in this expanded or the analysis of of it, Rimche chusung apaleso. That dunga to kunju machine tishi taba yang when machine dunga to kunju debate ab machine dunga to kunju shi taba de yabushiru mates dunya taba dunya lumba san sebishiru wate saji sanudua. Finally, if you fail to understand the need to eliminate. Uh, suffering and its origin, you will also fail to recognize the liberation that provides relief from suffering and its origin. Hence, your interest in liberation will be a mere conceit. So that ends that section. And that'll end class. We'll go to the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. To Chana Rimache, the Sheda Selbudu. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and smooth with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this is a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrava to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Mantavaka as well. Whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, so I also dedicate all my roots and virtues for the sake of auspicious peace. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness, all powerful. Alkateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until some stars end. I pray for the long life of precious Tenzin Wandok. 
Behold the scriptural and realizational doctrines. The spiritual friend trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tujiram Chikutu Shabi Deralam. Tujiram Chikutu Shabi Deralam.